Welcome to A Few Deep, a hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Saturday. If you guys like what you hear and you're on Apple Podcasts, please go and subscribe to A Few Deep and write a review if you'd be so kindly. Get some feedback. I need some feedback, always. Uh, Also, you can go check out afewdeep.com for any updated information about the podcast, some merchandise, all that kind of good stuff. You can follow the links and links to my Instagram and SoundCloud, so you can go follow those too if you're on SoundCloud or whatever. And there's probably other um, podcast platforms out there that you're on, so I'm probably on that. So if you could be so kindly, go subscribe to a few deep. All right. How's everybody's morning? Or my morning, my afternoon here in California? Um, it's all right. I kind of woke up a little late and uh, was watching some police brutality over some stupid shit. Kind of makes you mad. People post a bunch of stuff and... You know, I get it. There's a lot of excessive force out there for no fucking reason. You know, people doing, trying to do their job and they can't because other people want to be uncooperative, you know, and that's the business of how it is between police and the citizens. And it's hard, you know, it's a hard fine line and who's right and who's wrong. But the police are definitely in their fucking wrong for a lot of this bullshit. They're doing excessiveness Excessive force, you know, just fucking dumb shit and harassing people, and it just angers the shit out of you. And you're like, what the fuck are you supposed to do about it? Can't, you know, boycott everything? Fuck the police? You know, I like the police. I respect the police. You know, the cops have a hard job out there. They're doing their fucking job. But also, you know, they have this power trip, and they should not be fucking doing that. People, stop abusing power. It's no power. The law is not power. Everything can be fucking changed and broken. Anyway, um, so yeah, so on this podcast, this one, this episode, uh, I fucked up some numbers, so I fixed them all, finally. Uh, somehow I got jumbled up in the last two podcasts, and I fucked up the numbers. This is episode 85, and my guest was my friend Gabe Wolfenstein, and we, uh, we, had, a, a, we had a good topic, and we kind of went with... And I, f- I feel like we didn't do it justice. This podcast might leave more questions than answers. Um, and there would be so much more to talk about. And there's stuff that I forgot. You know, there's... So this is... We did a... Like, we did like a scary movie and soundtracks kind of a thing. Like, you know, what makes this scary? Or, you know, would this be scary if it wasn't for the music? And then we kind of like really jumped the rails and we're kind of all over the place and we didn't get the focus on and I think I didn't really even get the cover as much you know of the because we didn't even go through any of the subgenres that we started talking about and um yeah there was some there was some definitely empty space uh left in this podcast it was it was fun and it was definitely good and I and I appreciated uh definitely the conversation about it because it's definitely something that uh, we love to talk about and we're all about it and uh, it just kind of jumped around a lot and 
there's some definitely gold stuff in there, but it's, uh, you know, I didn't even get to mention like, you know, any of the like Tim Burton stuff or, you know, like there's things that, you know, I just didn't get to mention that like could be classified into like the horror or scary or, you know, spooky stuff like of movies or what gets you into that, you know? So it's kind of like that post Halloween after all the scary stuff, but here's the thing. The scary movies never stop for me. It's not like, oh, Halloween's over, you know, no more scary movies. No, I watch them fucking continuously all year round, you know. And I hope you do too. And I hope you, you know, are enjoying the spooky season all year round as well. You know, just get the movies. You know, they're fun. They're they're stupid. They're fun. You know, they're there to laugh at and to be ridiculous, you know, not to be taken seriously. Or just to get in the mood being scared, you know. So, I mean... So that having said that, you know, I think the pod this this episode was was fun and we definitely had a really uh good group of beers that we had some rounds. So uh that was very good, I believe. Um yeah. So that's about it for me rambling on at the moment. So I'll let you guys be the judge and check out the episode, this first one. Um, and like I said, there's probably going to be more questions and you're going to be, we, we forgot a lot of stuff too, just random facts that, you know, as you drink beer, you get brain farts and whatnot. And you're just kind of like, uh, I don't remember who the fuck directed that. I don't remember who was that and who, who did that one again, you know, that kind of shit. So there's a lot of, uh, you, you might be yell, you might, this episode, you might yell at your radio or your wherever you're at and be like ah, inside your head being like it's this person it's that jeez why are you guys so stupid today but sometimes that's how it goes so all right well here's the episode with my friend gabe and uh we talk about some scary movie stuff all right listen What's happening, people? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Made an eerie one, you know. I, I, you know, it's our late Halloween spooky podcast. Yeah, sort of. It's our post post Halloween. Uh, my guest today, Gabriel Wolfenstein. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen out there in podcast land. Yeah, the land of the podcasts, land of the pod people. Yeah, pod people. Yeah, I thought that would be fun. I made that one a while ago, and then I was like, you know, I had this, like, if I would read, like, a scary story. Yeah. And then have that in the background, like, over it or whatever. So I just kind of kept it. I never I never used it for anything, but, you know, I was like, whatever. But that's right. Even when you're reading, I mean, it's like, it's the power of sound, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the imagination, I mean, imagination is key in any horror, and it's why for my money like shitty horror films are the things that show you everything or at least yeah it's not horror anymore because it's not scary per se it's you know shock value 
Yeah, and and uh, that's sort of going to be our topic today for right is we're going to talk about some the, the interesting things about sound and what it does. Yeah, and we we figured we'd do like a nice little uh, post um, Halloween kind of get together. You know, talk about some films and uh, talk about the music that maybe inspired, and we could also just talk about. Um, we'll let we'll let it ride for sure, but you know, we I was thinking about too like if. You know, not just in horror movies, but like, and also uh, soundtracks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, not not just necessarily the score of the 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 movie, which is, I mean, you know, amazing in itself. Yeah. But they also have like these, you know, hit songs or you know what made that kind of uh, iconic. You know, yeah, uh, and what like stuck with you because of that. You know, yeah, uh, movies where their soundtracks vastly exceeded the movie itself. Too. Yes, yes. Uh, but first things first, let's grab a beer. So we don't fuck around. <laughs> Priorities. Yes. And I figured this one was suitable for uh, this this podcast for us. We'll start it off with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Joe has provided for us tonight from Ghost Town Brewing, starting out well. Yeah. A can of coffin juice. Which is a hazy IPA, I believe, right? Yep. And it's alcohol by volume, sir? Six six six. So it says. Which I doubt they got that. I think that's hooey, but I appreciate some marketing. Yeah, I'm guessing they got somewhere about six, you know, something. Six and a half. Six and a half. half. Yeah, they just had to. They had to do that. They had to. Um, All right, let's crack that. I got. We're gonna share since we got a lot of beers going on, so we'll split it fifty-fifty. And uh, yeah, that should be pretty nice. It's not gonna. We'll start off like you know, nice and nice and juicy. Because we got a nice variety of beers lined up. So that should be right cool. Alright, thank you, sir. And yeah, and Ghost Ghost Town is in Oakland. Where are they? They I don't know exactly what street. Oh, here we go. Uh, no, nope. Just as Oakland, California. Mm. Uh I, I don't know where the brewery is, but I've talked to the guy a couple times. I don't mm. remember what he said the tap room is actually at. Smells super nice, super fresh. All right. Yeah. All right, cheers. Cheers. It smells like... It almost smells weedy. A little bit of weediness, but... I said not weedy. Yeah, we- wheat. wheat. Wheaty. Yeah. Oh, wheat. 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 Oh. Say cool. Mm-hmm. Say whip. Cool. Hip. That's tasty, though. Yeah, no, that's a really nice beer. It's very smooth. It's very, um, I don't know what kind of hops they used in there. I don't know if it says, but they used, uh, uh, it doesn't say. Yeah, but it's it's got like this uh, almost like tropicalness to it. It gives it, makes it a really like gentle IPA. Yeah. Like it doesn't have like, doesn't have that bite. It doesn't have that, um, what were the commercials back in the day for Bitter Beer Face? Um, oh, uh, dang. Oh, the, the pucker thing? With yeah, the, like. The, yeah. I remember, yeah. Keystone? No, uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Anyway, like, don't get bitter beer face. Yeah, yeah, bitter, yeah. With the, which, this, which you, no, this you won't get. It's, which is now, of course, like, the thing, yeah, bitter beer to face. To get bitter beer face, yeah. Now it's like, we're, we're, we're contradicting what we were saying. Go back and have bitter beer face, yeah. That needs to be a, a commercial redone, which would be funny. should do that, definitely. That's true. I mean, we think about, like, you know, classic beers, 60s, 70s, 80s. Those were all, like... And this is not about their quality or being a good beer, but they were all incredibly smooth drinking. 
Coors, well, they're all, Miller, they're all and they're all targeted. Yeah, they're all targeted towards uh, not like hoppy beers or bitter beers. They're all talking like yep. lagers and pilsners and yep. easy drinking, low low volume. America's was really low volume for a really long time. Hmm. Like nobody really did like a, a ton of like you know uh, big beers. Like and I say big beers is in ABV. Yeah. Uh, so nothing over like five percent basically. And uh, like Sierra, and I don't know Sierra. Maybe started. Maybe they were the were they probably the, they were at least the first widely like not local making the beer in your Billy beer. Yeah, and Anderson Valley, uh, they started mm-hmm. doing some stuff too. And maybe there's probably been some un. I'd say maybe some uh, smaller unsuccessful breweries. Like I mean, like Yingling, you know that they've been around. They're like the longest brewery supposedly, and like but their and their their lager is. Uh, I thought at the time, and that was only like, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago or whatever, uh, like kind of kind of hoppy, you know, mm-hmm. as what I thought, you know, at the time. But I drink it now and I'm just like, it's like a, it's just like a very rich, malty, uh, kind of kind of heavy beer, I guess. Yeah. And I, you, yeah. Know, you drink like four of them, you're like, man, I'm fucking, I got a yeah, headache. I feel weighted down. I got like, yeah. like a headache and I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm weighted down and, you know, into that kind of weird um yeah fucking weird place where i'm like Ugh. A, a yingling hangover is as worse like you know than like a you know a coors light or a, or a pbr hangover that's well, because uh, you're not hydrating very well while you're drinking yeah exactly you get all this like sugar and you're, you're like oh fuck <laughs> it's way too malty but no this is good this is good this is like yeah. uh it's like vampire piss coffin juice it's good all right. there you go exactly uh, and and that and you know actually the, the point about like how you know sort of things change is kind of a nice segue because I'm going to like force it and jam it right down through that hole yeah. into Let's a discussion about movies it. and music. Yes. Because uh, I was, so when we, we talked about this at the bar uh, at the Rose a couple weeks back, um, and my like sort of initial thought was, you know, sound in movies is huge and sound in horror movies is super huge. Yeah. Um, and it can make or break a film. What made you think of that anyway? Uh, as you text me, because you, you kind of, we were trying to talk about it, and you kind of left. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. Oh, maybe it was at karaoke or something that you're like, we should do. It was, so because we, we're sitting, it's because it's, you know, it's Halloween. It was Halloween yeah, yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, Halloween month. And so all these movies are on TV, and Halloween was on. Okay, like, so Halloween, got, yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking about, you know, the, both the iconic sound of it, right? So there's, so the one thing is. You're at the bar watching it. Yeah. And there's no sound. Yeah, so it's all like, but I hear it. I'm tapping a headphone. Yeah, yeah, I hear it in my head. Yeah, yeah, because it is so clear. It is so identified with that, and it brings with it more so than the film itself. It brings with it, you know, chills. It brings with it trepidation. Like that's what carries over, right? Like that, the theme music uh, for Halloween, and I'm gonna say that's a really uh, no, like a number one of all time especially in back then too yep. and to stay with people that long you know have you seen it yeah and that's such a um uh uh a signature yeah uh, right word. sound you know that you know yep and at you know at the time people were just like you know it's it's like a slasher film but that the, you add that iconic sound and that's what sticks with you for that movie. So even if you're out somewhere, like you said, you're 
you're you don't hear the sound you're at the bar and you know all the sounds off and, and people are just playing right. regular regular music but you look at the screen and you can just hear it in your head yep you know which is a beautiful thing uh and that to me is like a successful uh thing of a film really right yeah uh, i guess i mean it's a cross right it, it clearly transcends you know it's not just about horror right right yeah any 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 music that's not like you know a song rock song pop song that you affiliate immediately with a film that's a win that means that whoever composed that soundtrack right i mean you got your john williams's and yeah you know nightmare before christmas and right any of that kind of stuff right right um but it's particularly i'm sure people yell at me and say it's particularly important in everything man but i think it's particularly important in horror because setting that mood because because mood is everything absolutely i agree with that and that's what you want you want to be scared and you want to have that eerie feel and that eerie sound to go with it you know and and yeah as it's important in every film horror is to me super important uh for you to get that whole feel to it anyway and I feel like it kind of, you know, the, a good a good soundtrack or that core score or whatever it is, separates good horror films from great horror films or good horror films from shitty ones or even things like I enjoy like, and maybe this is just failure of memory, but like you know, Friday Thirteenth classic horror slasher flick. The, 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 I can't really tell you what the music is in my head from the that. music sucks. The yeah. music, well, not the music doesn't suck. It's just the same. Um... Because, you know, I was doing some research yeah. and, and revisiting and all that. And I've watched these a million times. Yeah. And it was fun to kind of go through and, and sort of like, you know, what is is super creepy about that. And the and the thing about Friday the 13th is the music is not what's scary about the, the movie. It's not even, um, to me, it's not even the... the J- all right, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna break this down because I, I had a lot of thought, and I was watching it at the bar too. You know, like, and it's kind of funny that I because I've they were on all Halloween, yeah. you know, all October, and it was a whole marathon of Friday the Thirteenth, and I watched a lot of them, and it went through one. Jason four, versus Freddy. Yeah, no, they didn't get they didn't get there. Jason in space. Jason X in space. They didn't get there yet either. I think I the one space they they Jason. dropped off was seven. So like it was like one through they showed seven of them. Yeah. Uh, then eight would have been Jason Takes Manhattan, which is amazing. <laughs> he like comes up, you know, you see the Statue <laughs> remember, of Liberty. Yeah. yeah, it's super funny. But yeah, so but I and I was so even from like the first like two, and I was like, where he, he gets the hockey mask? Cause, you know, the first one is like um, his mother. His yeah. mother's actually the killer in the first one, and the music in that one wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like. It didn't. I don't, and I don't remember if the first one starts out with this or not. But it's always the right. And other people are like, it's either or or Jason, like right, something like right. that. So there's a whole bunch of theories, and you know what you hear, and uh, I hear, but like. I think that's what I always heard too. Yeah, but maybe he is saying a word and it's super low and you yeah. just don't hear it. But anyway, so I think that is the iconic sound for that yeah. movie. And everything else is silent. It's just like, you know, you'll like, so you kind of see this girl in the woods or whatever, like hiding behind a tree. She's yelling, she's screaming, all you hear is like, and you're like, fuck, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, that guy's on the move. And then I started thinking about it too as I'm watching it with no music on. And I'm just like, 
man, this movie sucks. <laughs> and as much as I love Friday the 13th, I'm like, this movie just sucks. I'm like, there's a guy in a fucking hockey mask where you get four or five people who can't take him down with like bullets or machine. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, it's just, I don't know. You know, it, it's like that the commercial. I, and now I'm totally blocking what it's for, which I guess makes it a bad commercial because I love the commercial and can't remember the product. But you know, the kids are trying to escape from the thing, and they're like, "We should go hide in the house. We go there. No, let's go hide behind the farm tools." And you, you know, see that killer sitting there going yeah. like, shaking his head like bunch of tools. Exactly, which makes me oh, laugh yeah. every time. But right, right, I remember that commercial as well, being like, like shaking his yeah. head, being like stupid. But yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. It's like where they're like. They should be running out the front door, but they're running back into the house. And you're like, you're just trapping yourself. Like, everything. Like, and that's the same thing with Friday the 13th. All the doors locked. All the windows locked. Good. And he just kind of bursts through the window. You know, bursts through the door. Like, he just comes through. Like, this big fucking tough guy with a mask. Right. And then, you know, they're just, like, cowering. I'm like, is anybody fighting this guy? Like, fucking, he's a dude. Like, it's, you know, it's like. Right. It's just not. And that was a good one to start with because I was like. I started realizing the other day, I was like, this one is just not that good. It's not scary anymore. Um, but it's still good in a way where it's very iconic to that sound. Yeah. You're and, right. And not, you're the, right. and not that the music, it's just that. Yeah. And I didn't, that's a fair point. I did not give the credit yeah. there, right? Because it really does define that. And that's the thing that sets the mood because, back to your point, without that, it's not a very good movie. It's worse. Yeah. I mean, without that little, yeah, that little sound, just that little one that they use all the time, that movie would not fucking be anywhere. I don't even think they would have continued the fucking uh, franchise with yeah. that thing, right? I don't, I think they would have just gave up on it and been like, "Yeah, this movie sucks, dude. Like, it's it's got nothing, man. I mean, the music is just regular, like you know, uh, violins and trumpets or oboe or cellos, yeah. and you know that deep sound, or, yeah. and then they're like." So- you know, they get that like fucking high pitched sound when something crazy happens, and it's just like, and then it kind of like it trails off to that, you know, that like yeah. long drawn out like dark sound. But even that, like, those are not that good in that movie. That movie just clearly misses the marks on a lot of things, you know. And that's right. And so, what does it what does it do badly that Halloween does, or every fucking John Carpenter movie? does brilliantly is that the music will anticipate what you're supposed to feel but not like massively just like a split second before almost like you can't react yeah well i think the good i mean the the thing about me and and it's you know is john carpenter is if not the king or the motherfucker that is the best at what he does and yeah he He's the writer, the director, and the score. He yep. does all of it. And that's how you can tell he's super iconic as he does all these movies we watch for John Carpenter. And there's a lot that I love. And there's some that are so-so. You know, <laughs> it's true. Some of the new ones like Ghost to Mars or – then it was like a 90s one. Like, okay, whatever. But, you know, and the iconic ones, first of all, is Halloween. So he starts off Halloween. He starts yep. off strong. I don't know if that – I don't even know if that was his first movie or not. Uh, you know, I, I haven't even done that much research. I, I've watched – it might have been. I mean, it was you know, super, like, it was super low budget. Very low budget. Right down um, to the, you know, the classic piece of trivia from, from that movie is the mask. The mask, yeah. Right? Which They're is, like, let's, yeah. let's go get, dude, we need, we need a scary mask. What, what are we going to get? Yeah. 
Well, we got this William Shatner mask. Yeah. It cost like $3. Well, Let's that's, use it. <laughs> that's our mask. Let's do it. Because it was cheap. It's cheap, and it let it look scary. Uh, so, and then, so he, so that Halloween, ding, 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 like, I mean, that's just genius on his part. Like, yep. just, and that was the thing about John Carpenter's, I think that he's just like this iconic guy who like, you know, ha- had this whole thing in mind, just being like playing around with shit, you know, as he's watching the film, you know, being like, what is it? And you just got, kind of got this like sound going and then just, you know, who knows? He's been smoking a lot of weed and like, or, or you know, on cocaine and just being like, this is fucking awesome. And then you just fucking go into it, you know? Like, it's cool when you discover something as you're doing it. You know, you're like, this is a great riff as you're playing guitar. Yeah. And I feel like John Carpenter had just done that all the time. Cause you I think would... maybe he, like, had got, like, got some aspect of the soundtrack, like, fuck, all right, I got this. Guess I gotta write a movie for it now. Uh, that could be too, maybe, because I'm sure he's, I mean, he was obviously clearly a musician too, right? Yeah. Before maybe he was a director. Um, I got, I'd rather, I should do a paper on John Carpenter, <laughs> really. Uh, but no, but he like, you know, obviously played all the instruments and did, you know, did all the soundtracks and stuff. But yeah, maybe, but maybe he had this like sound in mind already. Maybe he did the, maybe, yeah. yeah. So maybe I should not talk on things I don't know about. I, you know? I figure that's what we're here to do is we're yes. not talking about things yeah, yeah. we don't know about. Yeah. Which like, makes always a good discussion. Damn straight. Um, but yeah, uh, so that one, the the thing, the thing is is sort of my like go to. The thing is the first movie that I remember seeing alone. Like oh, okay. the folks went out. And it was on TV, okay, probably say, on like the not, Z not, channel or something. So not not in the theater or anything. It that was, was yeah. not in the theater. It was the first. It was probably the first horror movie that I watched alone. Okay. And it scared the fucking shit out of me. I don't know how I'm, <laughs> I'm like you know nine, ten. I yeah, don't know, yeah. Like, um, and I mean, part of it was that I had a husky growing up, and she okay. slept with me on the bed. Um, great dog, Molly, and. I watched that movie, and anybody who doesn't know, right, uh, Husky or Malamy plays a prominent role in carrying the thing around. Yeah. Um, and, you know, watch this movie, so I'm already scared and alone, and it was like some windy night, so there's rustling outside. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole game. And I'm 10, right, and fucking like Shaggy and Scooby freaked out. <laughs> and um, and then I, you know, turn off the light for beds and the to go to sleep, and the light, you know, the angle plays off the dog's eyes and they flash red, and I'm just scared shitless till yeah. the parents come home. Um, but the thing that's so brilliant in that movie about what Carpenter does is it's when there is and isn't sound. Yes. Like or or not not like ambient when there isn't soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I think of that moment like where they're sitting there hunting the thing or waiting for it and all you hear is the sound of the flamethrower yeah that yeah yeah and there's no other sound from them because you're just waiting for something to come and he doesn't disturb it yeah with any significant music yes right so and yeah and i think he does play like you said like a a very key part in having when to have sound and when not to have sound and capturing the moment of how it should be you know without that yeah. And I think that's what makes a lot of that movie like really eerie and and um and also the animatronics in that. Yeah. Because that really I mean CGI sucks and I mean that really like sells. Like you know, you get the you know, the you know, the things like 
really there and you get the goo on them and you yep. know they're just moving around and you know the way they capture that it was just yep. genius and that you know and, and that one is is a is a brilliant film and it sucks that they had to fucking make a remake of it that just it just uh, yeah. i mean it wasn't awful no but but it, it just <laughs> but leave something you know when you make something great can't you just leave it well enough alone and just, the answer is no here's obviously. the thing yeah but here's the thing just leave john carpenter shit alone first of all because you can't do it better than john carpenter already did it you know what i'm saying yeah he's not gonna you're not gonna have the passion that that guy already put into his films you know it's like even well we'll get into the in and another one too soon, because uh, there's another movie that I think too, and they redid that, and I'm also like, uh, I don't know, yeah. sort of, but I don't even, actually, I don't even remember if they redid it or if I remember the redone version, but I'll tell you in a second. All right. But going off still on John Carpenter a little bit, so he's got The Thing, you know, he had Halloween, yeah. he's got They Live, uh, which, I mean, that music in that, <clears throat> to me, in They Live, is everything in that movie yeah because it's such this like weird like um it's it's just following roddy piper around the right. whole time and it's just like this it's like it goes do 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 bomb and it's just like this yeah. every it's like it's yeah. fucking it's so but well that quiet that, and that quiet ch- ch- Right, which gives you that whole feeling like something is wrong. Yeah. It's out there, right? Everything you see is not what it appears to be. Exactly. And you're sort of looking over your shoulder like Roddy never is in that movie. Yeah, he's because... just kind of looking around, looking for work, walking around L.A., like just yeah. kind of like... Roddy, do, Pipe, yeah, do, Roddy Pipering it up. Yeah, doing construction and shit, looking for a job, doing his terrible acting, but his acting <laughs> is actually amazing in that. <laughs> but... But I mean, John Carpenter again. Just in that, he knows how to capture sound with the silence in that film, and it it is everything. I mean, I mean that alone, that movie is iconic to a lot of people. You know, even just the alien face. You know, yeah. just the you know uh, what is the thing? It's like uh, there's a the billboards are like uh, uh, it's like what is it? Don't it's like don't sleep. Oh yeah, right. Uh, the the subliminal the subliminal message yeah, the, the messages all in the, in the signs. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, like Fuck, I have to look that up. What was it? Yeah, like it's like no sleep, uh, or 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 a pro, uh, or a procreate. Oh, There's a bunch. I can't remember. We're looking it up now, ladies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so don't give us no shit. I know you're listening. Go <laughs> yelling at the, yelling at whatever you're listening to. It all. It's this. It's this. Right. And I've, I've seen it a million times. I, should I know. Just I should really just know this. Um, I could quote some things from it. Like, the feeling <laughs> is definitely there. There's a new morning in America. Fresh. File. We don't need cynicism. And that's one ugly bitch. <laughs> that's where they get all the iconic lines, too, for the right. uh, the video games. You know, where he's like, I'm here to do two things. <laughs> Chew <laughs> bubblegum and kick <laughs> ass. And I'm all oh. out of bubblegum. <laughs> it's it's such an incredibly stupid line. and It's the worst it's line so, of all time. It's, it's so the best line of all time. And then he's like, just as, just as one-liners, you know, when he's like looking at somebody and he wants all to right, shoot. So him. one says obey. Obey, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the main. So people have a lot of right. shirts like that. They're like, obey. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's caused uh, from what's his name, who uh, the artist who uh, yeah, yeah, ripped, yeah who took that and riffed off of it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But that's what was like the start of that shit. All right, then. Okay, so we got the Obey one. They're sort of playing. They're doing. I've got the Billboard yeah, yeah, yeah. scene going here now. Uh, marry and reproduce. You were close. Marry and reproduce. Okay, nice. yeah, yeah. One is like one is like stay asleep. One is definitely one is definitely something like you know stay asleep. Yeah, stay asleep. Like don't like no conflict or or. or... I can't. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, I mean it. The whole that whole movie with everything that like goes on in that film. No independent thought. No independent thought. That's what, yes, that was a good one. But yeah, regardless of how cheesy, how ridiculous their some scenes are, like the wrestling match in the alleyway, so ridiculous. But it had to be done. It's Roddy Piper. It had to be fucking it's, done. Oh, uh, this was this was not an era where you could have a WWF because it was WWF, I think, still or WWE. No, it's WWF. It was WF at that point. This was nineteen eighty seven. This movie right, came out right before they lost that lawsuit. Uh huh. Um, yep. Which sucks. Whatever. Dumb shit. It'll always be the WWF to me, motherfuckers. Just so you know, fuck the WWE. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> hey, when they change shit. Well, they didn't have a choice. The World Wildlife Federation said, uh, you know, that's our name, damn That's it. our name. You know what? You lost because you're not as popular. Okay? Who cares? <laughs> but we wrestlers in movies wrestled. Yes. Wrestlers in TV shows wrestled. Yes. Like Hulk Hogan and the A-Team. Oh, you and know, Hulk Hogan and no, no Holds Bar was yeah, a whole right. wrestling match. Yeah, no, every anytime you saw any of those folks, Andre the Giant in Princess Bride yes. is still basically wrestling. Kind of wrestling, yeah, yeah. when he's like, oh, and he's like trying to get him off his back. He's like, you're strong for us, like a 100-pound guy or a small guy or something like that. For little guy, little guy, I think small he's guy? just a little guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're quick, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, but back to John Carpenter a little bit. So yep. Big Trouble in Little China, just because it's not a horror movie, so I don't want to really go into it. Yeah. But the soundtrack kills. It's fucking awesome. It's 80s. Yeah. It's this, and it has these, like, like these Chinese undertones for Chinatown. Yeah. It, like, has these, like, ding, 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 and it's, like, like all these, like, 80s rock sort of uh pop mixed with these like you know these these synths and these like chinese influenced like right. sa- like sounds for me that's what happens when the storms are raging exactly so old jack <laughs> old jack <laughs> old jack always says what the hell <laughs> that movie for me obviously because it's my favorite movie of all time but whatever i mean still john carpenter i'm, I'm looking i'm looking yeah. at the poster right now yeah i mean it's everything I want in a movie in my life. You know, it's the same thing. It's like when I was a little kid, I'd just be like, watch that movie, and I'd go outside and just start kicking things. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's <laughs> do some karate, you know? <laughs> Even though there wasn't that much karate in it, there was a good amount of it. There, and was, I, there was a little bit, but, you know, we're, yeah. we're feeling good. It was you my, feeling good? I'm it, feeling good. I'm feeling good. It was it was before my, my karate kid, even. I, th- I saw this before I saw Karate Kid, and that was around the same era. 1984, 1985, somewhere around there, 86. Yeah. Yeah, which is the same, you know, kind of like when you watch Karate Kid, you're kind of like, oh, I want to go out and kick things. I don't know. Get in a fight. <laughs> so what makes... What makes a... I had a no, I'll just ask. What makes a horror film? And and I sort of have 
an answer, okay. maybe. Yeah. Or let's say I'm going to start with an example of something that I think is a horror film, both science fiction, same franchise. Well, should we say what makes a good horror film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not just a cheesy, because anybody yeah. can make yeah, a we, film, or, yeah. but yeah. And both of these are actually good films, but one is a horror film to me. Okay. And one's an action-adventure flick. Okay. Right. Interesting. Alien's a horror film. Yes. Aliens is a shoot 'em up film. But would you And I'm and would, I think Aliens is a great fucking film. I love that movie. Would you say it's still it's also considered sci it's sci-fi slash horror? I th- I think definitely. Or at least I think that's how it would be classified. But I don't even think all sci-fi Not they, all sci-fi is horror. Yeah, not all sci-fi is horror, but they always list that like, you know, when if you ever went to the video store back in the yeah. day, it would always be like sci-fi slash horror. Right. You know, because you could have like um, but yeah, continue, right. continue your and thought. So, and it comes, I mean, and I guess here's, and here's why I think the music is so important because it comes down to imagination, your imagination, uh-huh. right? Your imagination is 10 times freakier, crazier than what they're going to show you on the screen. Yes. And Alien, to this day, even though I've watched it a million billion times, still scares the shit out of me because you almost never see the alien. I mean, you see the face hugger a little bit, but the alien itself, and even it's mostly the face It's pretty much hug- always hidden. Yep. Which is great. Yep. That's another thing about And the things. sound yeah. is, is both quiet. There's, you know, like the music, the music isn't loud. Um, it knows when to duck away. Who's the director for that? Uh... Ridley know. Scott. Ridley Scott is oh, Ridley. Oh, it might be. Yeah, it's Ridley Scott. But it was did he? But not for aliens. He was only alien. I right? Think so. There's some people who are so angry at us right now. Well, we did we did some research, but not enough research. Yeah. But you know, it's like that. Uh, you could know everything and then forget everything, especially when you're talking. Yes, right. Because it's yeah. yeah, right. Okay, so it's Ridley Scott for Alien, and and I think. James Cameron for Aliens? Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Is that right? I think that's right. Let me just double check that because yeah. because I'm really embarrassed right now. Aliens director. That's okay. We do trivia all the time, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do a lot of trivia. a lot of, But there's too much to know in your head. Sometimes you forget a lot of shit. Yeah, James Cameron is Aliens. Okay, yeah. All right, at least okay. we were... You know, mostly there. Yeah, and James Cameron's another one. He does good stuff, yep. but not necessarily iconic for sound. Yeah, or whoever does the sound, yep. right? Because be, he'll have uh, not always the same, right? Um, but can... again, we see the aliens all over the place in aliens. Like, there's no secret. Yeah, I mean, there's moments when it's you know full of jump scares and etc. And you know, but but it's not your mind isn't playing. It's showing you everything. Yes. And that's the thing about it. It's like, yeah, it's showing you everything, but it's also not at the same time. It's not showing you the alien as much, but it's it's the, like you said, it's your imagination. Yeah. And you think there's something there. Yeah. You don't know what it looks like yet, but you know that there's something there. And I think that is what is very well played in that movie. Yep. Whereas um, aliens, like, you see everything. All the time. Yeah. Not right. all the time, but a lot of the time, right? Yeah. And there's also something to that with going a little bit going back to Halloween. We'll go. We'll go back. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go back and forth to all yeah. of them. But but Halloween uh, with 
the first Halloween, there's also no blood in that film. Damn, yeah, you're right. There's no yeah. blood scenes. There's, it's not bloody at all. It's not gory. Uh, it's just the, like, you see the knife or whatever up yep. and then down and then it cuts and there's no blood shots or whatsoever. And still one of the most successful horror movies of all time. Yeah. So sometimes, and that's the way I think scary too, to me, because you could freak yourself out, less is more. Yeah. And I always think that in the scariest yes. situations, less is more. The month, like, I'll take the new Stephen King It movie that came out. The yep. two, both of them. Yep. So much crap in that. It's too much. Yeah. And it's the sound so... is, and the sound, you know what? And the sound anticipates what you're supposed to feel by a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, when the, the kid goes into the, the, the room where there's all the clowns and you know one of them's the clown, the music tells you that. Yes. I mean, we all know that's what it's going to be. Yes. But not, I mean, we all know because we've read the book and saw other movies. and what, But the music tells you what's coming. That's Ex- bad music. Yes, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very... I mean, or at least that moment, that scene, the use of soundtrack there. And I'm going to say the movie was, was decent. It wasn't, I enjoyed it, it. It wasn't that it was, like, terrible. It was, it, was, it was what people wanted, you know. But the clown itself will never do Tim Curry justice, first no. of all. And he's like a chihuahua. He's all just <laughs> jumpy and jittery. And, like, and I'm like, things that move really fast don't freak me out. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's well, not why the sh- It's why the shaky cam is so annoying. Yeah, and they're like, I'm like, it's kind of like that, like, ooga booga, like, wave your arms around yep. and I'm going to be scared. It's like, no, that doesn't scare me. The scary stuff is like when, you know, Tim Curry just kind of just pops out out of nowhere behind the fucking uh, laundry and stuff with like a balloon or a balloon just kind of yep. pops out and you just hear him giggle. That's the fun shit. You know, that's the scary stuff. When you like just see a balloon and hear a little carnival music in the background and you just go, oh, fuck. And, you know, and you just hear that little giggle in the background. Yep. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's the less is more kind of thing. You know, with this one, it just kind of like burst out of the fucking chest. Like a, it was like a bomb that went off in your face. You know? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's yeah. I didn't think that that movie did horror movies justice. But so, Benny, back to your original question, what you were asking? Yeah, what makes a horror movie a horror movie? Continue yep. on yep. what you think. All right, so I'll grab us another beer. On to two. Sweet. So I guess all right. So here's a way to separate or break it down. Are there? actually two genres going on here that we're talking about scary movies and horror movies oh yeah okay that that kind of makes sense yeah, right because because is, is that kind of should be a, a classified excuse me in itself right uh i think maybe um scary should have its own category yeah right because and horror, and horror should or, be separate also there's other ones too. There's it's, it's kind of like a, a, a subgenres, right? You, so okay. you got you got horror, yeah. And you break down horror, and you got like monsters. Okay. You know, you got you got the scary, like you the like boogeyman stuff. You got religious uh, yep. stuff. You got you know all those undertones of like yep these subgenres of horror. So it, like sort of splits off. But when you go to the video store, they don't. They, it's never that. It's never that. Um, 
uh, organized, right? Right. It's, it's, you know, you're like, okay, this is all these sub-genres, basically, right? It's more of sub-genre stuff, like, where you're, you're kind of look, you're kind of looking, and, and it's kind of like, if you ever search on Amazon Prime, and you're, like, not really looking for something, and you just don't, don't know what to watch. Yeah. And sometimes I'll, and what I like is, like, I'm looking for, like, murder thrillers sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like seven, yeah. And I just I want that kind of I want seven. I want that kind of yeah movie. And I was like, I feel like I want a murder mystery, whatever. So you type in murder mystery movies, and then a bunch of shit pops up. So you kind of got to go through this subgenre of yeah. of trying to find that stuff. And if you would have just typed in horror movies, you're not going to get that right or scary movies, right? So yeah, so we're kind of talking about a lot of things, really. Yeah, we're breaking it down. Yep. So break down this beer we got for us. All right, we'll start with this beer. This is then I'm second... going to pick up that thought again. Yeah, we're, uh, this is our second beer. We're going to go with uh, our San Francisco-owned Bear Bottle Brewing Company. Ah, Bear Bottle does good stuff. And I wanted to get this one because I know we like some stouts. And I really wanted a stout because we're getting to the season of beautiful. And this one is a coconut donut pastry stout. Wow. So There's a lot going on there. Yeah, which is like... Uh, I believe it's six point two. It's kind of hard to see on the on the donut <laughs> on the donut fucking uh, label here. They like put like white lettering over a white donut or a blonde donut. Like you could have made the donut brown that one particular, and then fucking did the font anyway. Not um, that Joe doesn't have that opinions. I'm, not about that I'm critiquing your beer label, but yeah, you could have made it legible or made the font black or some shit. But yeah, I can't even see it in the light. I'm that blind. But I think it was 6.2. Right. Oh, I, I remember looking here. at it. Yeah. You got? Oh, there we go. Hold on. You got the flashlight going. We are looking oh, at the bottle. 6.3. 6.3. Yes, 6.3. But, so yeah, so this is a coconut donut pastry stuff. All and right. And where the fuck did I use my bottle opener? I'll use a lighter if I get... <laughs> I don't have a... I forgot the bottle opener. I do have a bottle opener. That's okay. But you have lighters, but so have, we're, we're good to lighters. go. I have lighters. Ah, shit. Motherfucker. That's what happens. The when beer I, runneth over. That's what happens when I talk shit about shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wipe it up with this Track 7 Brewing Company coaster. Hey, Laura. Can you grab me a rag real fast? I'm calling for the rag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me get. We'll there you go. Pour this out. One for my homies. <laughs> you note that we always do that with shitty beer. Yes. Yeah, we only pour out shit for. Uh, oh, thanks. This one, this one erupted. Uh-huh. It did. Uh-huh. I talked shit about it, and then it. Well, I didn't really talk shit. I gave it shit, and then it gave me shit back. It was like, yeah. "Fuck you, right. homie." It's one of the great moments in. Exactly. That's what I said. Fuck you. Yeah. I'll just leak out all over your table and not give two shits about you. I'm gonna say that's always one of the great moments, and you know what, or was in every show. Eruption. <laughs> yeah. Twelve minutes of guitar, just madness. That's all you need. All these like fingers. I actually watched some of that. Uh, not. It was like these ten uh, best guitar licks of, yeah. that you know that are super easy, and Eruption was on there. Because <laughs> it's sorry. Kind of, what part about? So, it, it, you know, as a guitar player, it's not that it's super easy. It's just that it's not as hard as it seems. Ah, gotcha. As a guitar player. So if you play guitar, you're like, 
It's actually not that yeah. hard, you know. I was uh, random off topic. I was, you know, sometimes I get bored and I'm, you know, reading Amazon reviews of things, and um, and it was for whatever reasons a number of years ago. I was reading reviews of like, you know, like there was a reissue of a Jimi Hendrix album. Okay. And some dumbass, you know, chimed in and said, "I don't get what's so great about this. My buddy can play it." <laughs> and you know, and my yes. first thought, and I, and I don't chime in on this stuff because I just, I'm, you know, I'm not getting involved in, you know, Dumb land war in Asia. Right, right, right. My uh, cord. Oh, did you come out? I think so. Maybe somewhere. Hold on. No, I'm thinking. Ooh, maybe it's on the board. No, no, it's probably on your thing. Yeah, twist it. Well, yeah. Mm. No. No. Uh, little bit. No. No, I can hear you. Yeah. Hold on. No, yeah. then maybe it's just my headphones. Hold on. Hold on. Check, 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 check. Hello, check, hello. Check, 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 check. No? It's your headphones? Maybe it's the headphones. Uh, Here, I'm going to unplug this and plug it back in. See if I'm... All right, so we're but, back. Yeah, 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 right. We fixed that shit. <laughs> but it is like, so my, my first thought that I was like, well, good for your buddy. That's awesome. You suck. But I'm glad your buddy can do it. And second, then I was thinking about it, and maybe we can find a way to bring this back to the movies. I think we totally can. Nobody did that shit before Jimmy did. Right. Like, nobody thought of it. Nobody heard it. Nobody did it. And he did that for the first time, making it possible for your buddy to be able to do that. And so it's not always about it being super, super, com- you know, freaky fast, super complicated, you know, Absolutely. this, that, or the other thing, Ronnie James Dio stuff, or like some of that Joe Satriani stuff that's just like, I, I don't know how his fingers do that things. It's also about who heard something and changed the way... In that instance, we thought about guitar. Yes. This is a delicious beer, by the way. This Ooh, that's a big chocolatey oh, yeah. donutty nose. This is a dessert in a fucking glass. This thing is not super sweet, but it's pretty sweet. It's sweet without being saccharine. That's yeah, awesome. But it's pretty nice. Yeah. This is a great good job, Bear Bottle. Yeah. They want to dish your label, but that's okay. The beer is fucking amazing. The beer is very tasty. This Although, co- and I, you get that coconut too with it. Yeah, it's really good. Although one of the things that's true about beer that isn't true like about wine or spirits is that a good label on a beer bottle probably means a good beer. Yeah, it's true. Whereas a really good label, flashy label like on a wine bottle, might not be a very good bottle of wine because you know the good wine, you know, it's whatever. It's just like it's just bam. Here's my shit. Exactly. The, the the lower the label on a wine bottle is probably the best wine you've ever had. Yeah. Because um, we don't need to bother with that shit. Yeah. But this, I mean, you get the coconut and everything. This is yeah, it's really fun. good. Um, but yes, I so and that's kind of a thing back in the day with any music, with uh, movies or whatever. If you're gonna the it's, it's somebody that did something first. Yep. And then you're like, well, I could play that. You're like, well, but you didn't. So, but now you can play it because it's epic, right? It yep. took it took time. You learned it. You didn't just come up with it. And that's kind of the thing, you know, when you come up with your own riffs, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's a riff. It's it's never been done before because you did it and nobody yep. else did it. You could, everybody can be a copycat. Anybody can mimic things. And that's, yep. well, I think humans are a species of mimicking things and trying and then trying to make them better or or which end up making it worse because it's not their own thought you know not their own and that's kind of what you know going through like horror movies and reboots and all that stuff they're trying to redo something like they're trying to write rewrite a riff that's already been written yep and you you just gotta kind of do your you have to have your own mind you can't you know and it's it's like 
it's like redoing it's like covering a song yeah right if you're gonna we i think we talked about this some while back we might have yeah. but if you're in if you're gonna cover a song do your own goddamn version of it don't do try to do the same one as whoever did <laughs> their <Weezer>. version <laughs> Weezer. <laughs> Weezer, you suck Weezer right? And so, like, you're going to remake Psycho, rule one. First thing, don't do that. And that was rule the movie two, I was going to talk about before. Yeah. Why the fuck do that? Yeah. Three, what the fuck are you thinking? And four, shot for shot? Yeah. Wh- why? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, shot you want to bring it to a new generation? Just put it back in the goddamn theater. Exactly. And that's kind of like, sort of, I wanted to say, what sort of like started a lot of that for me and what that stuff like Alfred Hitchcock, you know, that psycho. Yeah. Um, and that more epic music. Yep. Epic music in that. And, and I don't want to call it music, but it is music. It's that theme, you know, it's that, you know, those violins back and forth yep. that like, you know, that when you think of something, you see think of the shower yep. scene and you just think, even though psycho is not such a scary movie, Yep. Back then, it really was. It's a premise that, like, shit, some girl just checked into a hotel and got fucking murdered by this guy who owned the fucking hotel. Yep. That's some crazy shit. And that still plays in my mind. Yeah. Right? Which is different than the way, like, all right. I know people love it, but I think Saw is stupid. Saw? Yeah. And I know people love it, but, I, but yeah. I'm like, just like, it's gore for gore's sake. Sort like, of. Like, can I get nastier and nastier and then there's a whole bunch of stuff that came after it and the fourth one's the best one but anyway (laughs) (laughs) and you know the stuff that makes me jump it makes grosses me out and whatever but it's done it's not scary yeah that one's that one's more so okay so let's go back no tell me but tell me why i'm wrong no 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 i don't want to no 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 not at all i want to let's go back to why and what you can we consider horror versus scary versus scary yeah so what would you classify Saul as? What do you think Saul would be? Saul's horror. Saul would be horror, right? Yeah. Like, same as... Um, have you seen Hostel? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same thing. Same thing. Horror, right? Like, t- like terror. I think it's terror. And, okay. Like, terror, horror. Yeah. Ho- okay. Horror. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. Or if yeah. you want to go horror, terror, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, I think that's classified. Like, terrorism and horror kind of combined yeah. with that terrified... Yeah. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, this is like some gory ass, like, yep. uh, you know, torture shit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. First one that I, first movie that I remember that is that. Which has, again, a very, very iconic sound. Yeah. Okay. And that one is one that I didn't think had an iconic sound, but it does. And it sticks with me. And it's almost that that it's, it go it's that flash of like a camera almost it sounds like a camera but it's not it's just like a oh yeah yeah you know what I mean it got it draws that out and you're like yeah. fuck dude that's creepy as shit and that was in the original so that one is another like very scary sound you know that it like had this like you know weird sound that yeah. went with the movie that I'm like that kind of left right, that's you... interesting I'm thinking about it differently now yeah because I think that if I watch that without that sound Texas Chainsaw Massacre is same as any other gore fest right sort of it, it well it's a 
Okay, so explain. What do, what do you yeah, think? Okay. Right. So without that sound, it's the the thing that makes it horror is is the gore, is the violence. Okay. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Same way, you know, without the sound, saw is still saw. Yeah, because there's no um, what do you call it? There's no uh, epic sound for saw. Right. And because it's and again it's it's showing me everything, right? It's not leaving much happening in my mind. Yeah. And so like and, and so I'm not as I mean there's a soundtrack there. Yeah. You know, and I went and watched a few clips before I thought I'd bitch about it, yeah. right? So well, there's definitely yeah, a soundtrack. Sure. It's soundtrack there, and I'm not complaining about the soundtrack per se, but it's not like it's not the make or break part of that film. Right. Right. Such that if it's on in the background. I don't, you know, hear it, I or I hear the sound of the gore and the sawing happening. Well, the actual sound of the chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. Even that's an iconic sound of just chainsaw sound, you know? Right. And they kind of brought that to life. True, but I know what a chainsaw sounds like, broadly. Sure. And so I can, you know, when I see the chainsaw going in... But you never thought of anybody chasing you with one until that movie happened. That is, <laughs> is a good point. I, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, we, you know, you hear somebody... Uh, chopping down a tree or something, yeah. like, Whoa, and you're like, "Oh, it's a tool, yeah, to do that." And then came Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then you know, and then came Evil Dead, and I was yes, and Evil groovy. Dead was very iconic, yeah. yeah. And then it like had the same with the the grooviness, yeah. I might see if this plays, but well, it takes right. a while. This fucking thing now, right? Oh. Whereas back to you know, um, uh, Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street. Or it's The over. Exorcist. Yes. Finally. Exactly. He uh, for the ticket price you right, want. Ready? We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Step hub. This is the Texas Chainsaw theme song. Or I should say theme, but just a little bit of the taste. Like yeah. I said, it might fucking load terribly here. This is like a waste of time. Now I got. I need. I need more gadgets because this <laughs> phone is like beat. Now, like I've used it for. And it's like, it's supposed to connect to Wi-Fi. It's like, you're offline. I'm like, I am not. The whole fucking Wi-Fi is connected. But it's all stupid. But, but yeah, when I think of the Texas Chainsaw one, it's not as, it's gorier than Halloween. Yeah. Because it came out in the same sort of uh, yeah. era, right? Like mm-hmm. 70s. Um, yeah. There's blood in that one for sure. There's a maniac who jumps in the van. Then they like veer off. You know, to this, yeah, uh, whatever the fuck, this uh, gas station thing, yep. and then go, then go to the house and stuff. And it's always the house, right? Like, it's always the house. And then you miss friends, and you're like, we're gonna find them, we gotta find the friends, and then they, and then so it sort of gets gory because it's sort of like butchery, right? and then everybody like thinks that's about, the right word. Nice, that's the right. Yeah. Word. So, yeah, that that kind of has a more of a gore sense too, yeah. right? And that kind of is like. Leads you up to a different scariness to it, uh, gory or whatever. I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and so, I guess and, and again, right, and and that's why I come back to at least for me, right? You know, quick, you know, like caveat, whatever. Everybody's got their own taste in these things, and everybody's entitled to their own taste. And I got mine, and I think people whose taste is different than mine are wrong, but. It's also their taste, and so who the fuck am I to say? And that's the thing. I think it's it's interesting when I I'm, I I never actually uh, 
accuse anybody of being wrong for things that are very, very opinionated, which is like your favorite kind of music, your favorite mm. movies. Um, there's obviously formulas for things, you know, and there's, and, but, and like we said, there's subgenres for stuff. So, yeah. you know, that might not be your favorite or whatever you think, yeah. um, is that, but it's, um, it, it's your own interpretation of what scares you versus what, like, cause now you got a whole, uh, generation who's. Oh, almost over that, but also have never seen the start of it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like in that generation where like, I didn't see the start of it, but I sort of like was like dropped into the 80s. Yeah. Where you got Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the yeah, 13th. They- Those are the two probably, and Halloween, I guess. Yeah. But Halloween was actually before them, but those two were like epically... They were they were they were iconic part, at that time yep, in that it, decade. And the sound in those movies, or their soundtrack, or their core theme, mm-hmm. are instantly recognizable and evoke the entire movie yes. or even franchise. Whereas, I say fuck this thing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll play for my regular phone. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Whereas, right, the other, you know, some of the other stuff, more recent stuff, your saws, your paranormal activities, your etc. Right, right. They don't. There's there's something missing. They don't identify a genre or a moment in the same way, or at least they don't do it orally. Yes, Agreed. maybe that's the thing, right? So it's not to say that these that other movies, later movies, aren't good or etc. It's to say that there's something super distinct about that moment in horror film or suspense film or whatever filmmaking. Yeah. That where the music was in some deep way front and center. Exactly. Um, all right. Ready? Mm. All right. We'll do this. This one's for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. So we can give a little taste and we understand yep. what we're kind of talking about here. Wait, this might not be it. No. Hold on. Although that does almost sound like the aliens from War of the Worlds. Yeah, that's not it the fuck are they this is like a new one or some dog dog shit uh oh here we go this is like the yeah here we go hear that cat? yeah it's that like almost like a cat meow nothing scarier than a cat meow yeah. you're right it's totally right. a cat meow but, but it yeah. sounds like a, a Polaroid or something. Like, they might not do it. There we go. Yeah. See. Yeah. So it's it to me when I hear it, when I think of Teenage Ma- Massacre, I, that that iconic sound, I hear that. Well, it kind of sounds like yeah. a cat now, but uh, when you get everything going, it's like very iconic and and pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, as a thing, but it's a little. It's like you said, it's gorier than Halloween. There's more blood. Yep. And there's more psychos. Right. So you got this mixture of, but you still got the same premise. You got a dude chasing kids. Yeah. You know, they're chasing teenagers around with a chainsaw, whether it be a fucking butcher knife, whatever it is. It kind of wraps into the same fest of horrorness, and it is what people want 
it's it's slasher but not slasher at the same time because it is a slasher film but it's some <clears throat> it's somebody chasing you or a group of your friends and you're all just running from this like boogeyman kind of scary yeah thing or a chainsaw that's gonna murder you uh right. or a big knife whatever yeah and the only reason that i know what you did last summer etc is in fact scary and clever is because these things already happened Right. Yes. We know what they're riffing off of. Yes. And kind of the same thing. When I was 17, I went to the movies to see Scream when mm. it first came out. And I yep. thought it was great. Yeah. Because here's a new take on a slasher film, right? You weren't expecting yep. this, uh, you know, whatever. You weren't, like, it was, it was like Clive Barker, I think, did that one. Uh, but I think he did that one. But it was just like. I'll check. Uh, yeah. But it was just the same, <clears throat> the same take. Yep. But new film, new kids, and they like sort of brought the '90s to life. You know, it was kind of like this. Yes, that's what we fucking needed. You know, at that time. And then, yeah, everybody makes fun of it. You know, all that kind of shit. But when you're it, gonna be, you're gonna be super. Am I I'm sad at myself? You're, you're sad at yourself. <laughs> Dang it! But it's gonna be super obvious why you like that movie. Uh, it's somebody I know then that did it. Right? We already talked about him. John Carpenter? No, no, no. We briefly mentioned Wes Craven. Oh, Wes Craven did it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So Wes Craven. So all those. No, like, it wasn't John Carpenter. That would have been. No, that would have been. There, there's no way. He, yeah. It would have been weird. <laughs> it would have been weird. But no, it was a Wes Craven. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. I didn't really yeah. think that was Wes Craven. Which he did like the new Nightmare too. In, yeah. Uh, uh, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street, which was amazing as well. But yeah, did a new take on more scary movies and fucking. Exactly. I mean, when I saw that in the theater, I was like, that was awesome. Not yeah, to be confused with, like, time. Wes Anderson's Scream, which would have been a whole different film. Oh, well, yeah, it would have been, you know, it would have fucking, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, lost in translation. Exactly. <laughs> and there's, there's a great spoof somewhere, maybe it was Saturday Night Live or something. I think it was Saturday Night Live. It was like, you know, Wes Anderson directs a porno. Oh, jeez. <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's great. For anybody listening, you know, if you want to laugh your ass off, you know, in a Wes Anderson kind of way, you know, YouTube that. You'll be amused. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I think we're ready to take a break. Okay. For a first round. Sounds good. Um, I know we got off topic and back off topic. Yeah, I mean, we'll this, be back there. We rambled a lot. And all right. We sort of like uh, needed to sum up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Um, so very super super quickly. Um, horror movie theme. First one that comes to mind. Theme. Yeah. Mean? Uh. Scary or horror or horror, or, or, or scary, or gore, like like gore. broadly what we doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Like first one that comes to mind yeah. for me, uh man, that's a hard one for like scary. It's like hard what I think is scary anymore, or what I used to think was scary because even Halloween's not scary to me anymore. Yeah. Like that's the stuff. But scary. it could still be Halloween, like yeah, yeah, or thing horror. classified in that genre, like and you're you know somebody says give me like the the ultimate like this is a thing like. Nothing got nothing got better than this. Dang, that's a fucking really hard question. We can pick it up afterwards. Yeah, like it's the way we pick up. But yeah, I think my answer is probably Exorcist. Well, that was going to bring me to the sound of the Exorcist because it's very creepy and iconic as yeah. well. But here's the thing with me and the Exorcist: it's a great horror film, but it falls into the subgenre of religion. Yeah, and I get bored, and I hate. Uh, I hate religious movies to begin with and when it gets into that kind of like the constantine vibe you know constantine uh, yeah. was cool fun 
but it's really religious that I don't. I'm like, eh. yeah, I hear you. I don't know. It's but The Exorcist was great, but it just falls into that. Yeah, very iconic. The tubular bells. Yeah, and it almost has that religious undertone yeah. sound to it to me, but yeah, um, man, that's. Uh, I'm, I mean, it still could be Halloween. We're gonna no, no, no. It's we're gonna have to come back to mine. All right, but you'll hear it on the next week's show of what my favorite or favorite horror or when I think of horror that you can't beat it. Yeah, because um, I'm gonna need to think for a second as yep. I uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing because then I'm gonna take it back and be like, no, it's not what I meant. I don't want that one. And not that it has to be good, it just has to be mine. Yep, exactly, you know right. I mean? Yeah, no, this is not like what you know, all the critics say, et cetera. It's like when you yeah. think when you think horror theme song, Yeah. you know, what is it? Yeah. Scooby-dooby-doo, where, where are, are you? you? We got some work to do now, and we can count on you. It's Scooby-doo. You know you'll we'll catch, catch that villain. villain. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, everybody. That's it for this week's episode. Follow me on Instagram or SoundCloud or wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Uh, check out a fewdeep.com for all the updated information that you need anywhere else. I want to thank Gabriel for coming around and hanging out and bringing a great ass beer and being on the podcast. And I want to thank the Rosen Crown in Palo Alto, El Arsenal in San Carlos. The Willow Market in Menlo Park and Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View. All great places to get great beer and meet some great people. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you guys next week. Late. Mm-hmm.